welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com and today I'm going to be talking about are you ready for fat loss? So I'm going to be talking about whether or not you're ready for fat loss, what to do about it and how to know. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about this topic because it comes up for every client um, and pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to that wants to lose weight, that's struggling to lose weight, um, this is an issue. And um, yeah, like it's just such such a common thing that comes up that annoys me is you've got so many fad diets out there, so many trainers and coaches that make promises of quick and fast weight loss um, and lots of like crazy before and after pictures that really paint this picture that weight loss is something that you just push yourself to do and it's all about discipline and it's all about how hard you work Um, And it just sends the wrong message. And I believe that's why majority of people gain weight back because that is actually the statistics. Um, The statistics tell us that majority of people who lose weight do gain it back. And so then why are we not questioning the way in which we go about fat loss if the majority of people who lose weight gain it back? And it's not true that you can't lose weight. It's not true that you will always gain it back. It's true that you've been given a lot of misinformation though. And you've likely formed a lot of, li- a lot of limiting beliefs as a result of this inf- misinformation. So that's why I'm here. Um, I have been a bit quiet on the podcast lately. I do show up on Instagram stories. If you want to follow me and keep in touch at no diet, babe, I do tend to spend more time there. I have been focusing a lot on my one-on-one clients and I do want to say that I have opened up two more spots for one-on-one coaching um, for my six monthly coaching package, which is 9999. So reach out to me at hello at no If you are serious about being in a six monthly container with me, it's very, very, um, 
like hands on and like I can spend a lot of time with you um, working through your stuff. So let's get on with the episode. I can't wait to meet the new clients that come my way. And I'm going to be talking about whether or not you are ready for fat loss. And here's the thing. Like I said, majority of people are all about yeah, like I want to lose weight like yesterday. Like I wanted to lose weight like last week, like five years ago, right? And it's like, yes, there is a lot of negative emotion that surrounds this. I have people coming to me with lots of grief, lots of feelings of disgust, lots of feelings of frustration, very, very intense emotions. And what I'm talking about here is actually you've got to separate the emotion from the weight because you are thinking that the weight is causing these emotions, but that's not how the world works. These emotions are stored in the body. You keep reliving the same experience over and over again because the body is now addicted to these emotions. It's addicted to feeling fat. It's addicted to the shame. It's addicted to the feelings of disgust. It's addicted to the anxiety. And if you don't treat the emotions, if you don't treat the trauma, then weight loss will not be permanent for you. I'm telling you now, that is how manifestation works. That is how the cells of your body works. That is how we're creating our reality. That's how your body functions. You have to change the emotions. You have to heal the trauma. You have to rework the belief systems and the thoughts, right? And that is more than just going on a diet. Is dieting part of it? Yes, But if you're going to diet from the same energy that you've dieted from in the past, you will just recreate the same experiences over and over again. And then, yes, you will come to me saying, I've tried everything and nothing works. And it's like, no, you haven't tried everything. You haven't tried changing the way you feel, changing, healing the trauma, right? actually looking at when your weight issue started rather than how many times you've been through a cycle of weight loss and weight gain, when your issue actually started, when did the emotional eating start? Because that's when you would have first gained the weight is when the emotional eating started. And with clients, like there's different phases. The first phase is always going to be healing from emotional eating. If you are an emotional eater, you are not ready for fat loss, right? Ready for fat. It's a hard pill to swallow, but if you want long-term, long-term fat loss, not just, oh, I'm going to lose my weight for a wedding, or I'm just going to lose my weight for an event that I'm going to, or I'm going to lose weight for a holiday, Congratulations, you will continue to fluctuate in weight if you look at weight loss like that. If you are in a rush to lose weight for an event or like this belief system of like, I can't like go on a holiday until I lose the weight, you are just going to stay a yo-yo dieter. What is a yo-yo dieter? A yo-yo dieter will fluctuate in weight. 
If you fluctuate in weight, please do not think this is normal. This is not normal. It is normalized because of a messed up weight loss industry, because of messed up fad dieting, and because of people not understanding how to take care of their bodies. Okay, Weight fluctuations to the extent where you have to have different clothing sizes in your closet is not natural for your body. Your body doesn't want that. It's just doing that because of the inconsistency and the habitual ways of um, seeing food and relating to food. It's the relationship to food that creates these weight fluctuations and the belief systems. And like I just said before, the stored emotions, the body keeps the score, the body stores these emotions and keeps recreating the same weight fluctuations over and over. That's why you experience so much struggle. Okay. That's why you've tried everything and nothing works because you've got to heal the emotions and emotional eaters are very fragile in their emotions because they're stuck in this place of dieting gives me extreme pain but my weight excess weight gives me extreme pain but also food is the source of relief from that pain right so it's very very difficult to um i have a lot of compassion for people that are in that position i remember being in that position and yes it is not a very nice place to be in but the truth is you can experience those same emotions of anxiety, stress, guilt, frustration in your life with anything in life. It is not your weight that is the cause of it. It's an emotional problem. It is an emotional problem where the solution is to heal the trauma, heal the emotions, heal the emotional eating. And then once you've healed the cause of the weight gain, because for a lot of you, if you gained weight in 2020 or 2021 due to the pandemic, you are an emotional eater, okay? If you gained weight during the pandemic, you were emotional eating during that time okay because when you are not leaning towards the emotional eating spectrum where you're really turning to food you wouldn't have gained weight i didn't gain weight during covid to the point where like i'm not saying i didn't have any tiny weight fluctuations i experienced weight fluctuations that are very minor like two pounds or like like two pounds would be the average fluctuation that I experienced. And I did experience that during, I had a tough time during lockdowns and stuff, but there is no way like that I was gaining like 10 pounds or like five kilos, 10 kilos, 20 kilos. But that used to be my norm. Like five to 10 kilos was a norm for me to fluctuate, even 15 kilos. So that is no way my norm and hasn't been for like the last seven or eight years. Okay. So how, how did I do this? Well, it's everything I teach. It is the emotional work. It is the, um, the reverse dieting. It's like a whole bunch of things. 
Um, but yeah, like if you're an emotional eater, trying to lose fat when you're an emotional eater is like trying to run a marathon with a broken leg. You need to heal the broken leg before you can run. It's really that simple. You need to heal the broken leg before you can run. I know you're upset because you want to run, but you have a broken leg. Okay, when you're an emotional eater, you are hurt. You need healing. You need to focus on the healing, not the running. Okay, i.e. the running being the weight loss, right? And then now you're setting yourself up for permanent fat loss because what do you want? Do you want to just lose weight for that event? And then likely what people do is they'll lose weight for a wedding. They'll lose weight for a holiday. Then come and they'll like push themselves. They'll like hire a personal trainer or whatever that'll thrash them at the gym. They'll follow this really strict eating plan that's completely different to the way that they normally eat. Um, They'll cut out carbs. Um, They won't eat out. They'll do the opposite of what they want, basically. They will cut out foods they love. They'll eat really perfect. They form a belief system that they have to eat super clean. They'll just confuse themselves with just stupid fat loss advice, like cutting out carbs or eating clean all the time or having to like cook every single meal or whatever fucking million bajillion stupid rules are out there like that there's magical fat loss foods and there's foods that are fattening like none of it actually exists right people do that and then they'll they'll feel good briefly yes you'll have this short-term euphoria where you're like oh my god like finally all my dreams have come true and it's like it's just like i've healed and i'm so confident and my life is the best that it's ever gonna be and then start gaining it back (laughs) and because you haven't learned how to emotionally regulate around food and weight because you haven't healed the relationship with food and weight yes the weight starts piling back on because you don't know how to cope or have a strategy in place for when you do fluctuate a little bit okay because there's been no emotional training and emotional intelligence is more important for permanent fat loss than nutritional knowledge. There has been studies done on this. It has been shown that emotional intelligence is more important for permanent fat loss than your nutritional knowledge. Therefore, it doesn't matter how many diets you've tried and how good you are at the knowledge of dieting, if you don't have emotional intelligence around food and weight and how to handle your triggers, how to handle your belief systems and the thoughts that you keep repeating in your mind, if you don't have the intelligence and the embodiment of what to do when that shit comes up, you will gain the weight back. And that has nothing to do with your whatever stories you tell yourself, your metabolism, your hormones, your genes, whatever, whatever, I don't care what your genes are. I don't care what your metabolism, so-called you believe that your metabolism is something you're born with or something that some people have and some people don't, like bullshit stuff, or that it's it's um, whatever made up reason, like different health conditions or hormones that 
you've told yourself lead to weight gain, etc., etc. All of that does not matter if you have belief systems in place and thought patterns and emotions in place that do not correlate with your desired outcome. You just won't get your desired outcome. Full stop. Like it just that's you just won't work. <laughs> that's why it's like. This is the foundation. This is the, the beginning of any other work that you do. This needs to be the foundation of any action you take. Any action you take. This needs to be the foundation work. Okay? Because it is the pillar of it all. Like the, the little ground you walk on. So I hope that makes sense. But like... So yeah, basically... Other ways, to, other things to look at of are you ready for fat loss? Like I said, if you're an emotional eater, no, you need to heal from emotional eating first. The number other other thing you're not ready for fat loss is if you are a yo-yo dieter. Yeah, like if you have lost and gained weight, a significant amount of weight within the last like two to five years then you need to focus on healing first before you go about a fat loss phase first. And you need to start healing the relationship to food. You need to start looking at your belief systems around your body and how you perceive it and healing the emotions that you have with your body, that you have with food. If you have been losing and gaining weight i.e. your weight has been fluctuating in the last two to five years, I'm willing to guarantee that it's because you've t- you've pretty much like been fighting with low calories or over-exercising. So you've been pushing your body to eat really low calories and now your body is adapted to those low calories and you're struggling with, with that. And then the solution then is to do a reverse diet, right? But I say that and then don't go Googling reverse diet and then try and follow that like perfectly because you need emotional support because just trying to dive in on your own and doing a reverse diet without any support or without any mindset work, you're going to just, again, your stored emotions in your body. If you're listening to this podcast, you likely have anxiety to do with food and weight. You likely have grief to do with food and weight. You likely have shame and guilt to do with food and weight. And you have frustration to do with food and weight. And these emotions are creating your reality. And then you go and do a reverse diet and you create more shame, more guilt, more anxiety, more overwhelm, more frustration. Are you getting the idea? Like you are recreating the same reality over and over again because you haven't done the mindset work and the trauma work to heal from these emotions and change your relationship to food and weight, change your perception, understand and know your triggers and understand and know that these triggers will be there likely 
for the rest of your life. Not to the extent that you experience them now, but it's going to be an ongoing process that you need to maintain. Um, For me now, that looks like very, very quick and straightforward. If I get a thought that doesn't align with what I want, I know that thought doesn't, doesn't, I don't need to believe that thought. Does that mean I never get negative thoughts to do with food and weight? Everybody gets negative thoughts. It's literally impossible not to have negative thoughts. So it's that I am diffused from the negative thoughts that I I have around food and weight, and they're very rare. They used to be very frequent. They used to be overwhelming, and they used to be 99.9% of my world. Now they are like, 0.001% of my world. They rarely come up. If they do, I quickly squash them and I get on with my life. And therefore, life around food and weight is just easy, which is what I want for everybody. So that's the other thing. You're not ready for fat loss. If if your weight has fluctuated within the last few years, if you've been on any diets within the last few years, you likely need to do some healing work and you need to restore your relationship to food, restore your metabolism. It doesn't mean your metabolism is broken. It just means that I could do, I could go on a strict diet tomorrow. I could do a cleanse tomorrow and approach it with the same energy that I used to. And I could do this cleanse and then restrict, restrict, restrict for like, let's say I did a 12 week challenge and I did a restriction and I started lifting weights five days a week and doing some cardio and like restricting my calories. I too would slow down my metabolism. And I'm telling you now within like at first I'd look fucking ripped or whatever. Like I'd Personally, I'd probably, I would get too skinny because I'm already quite slim, but I would then balloon up within, I don't know, I don't know the time frame. like six to 12 months after the diet, everyone's different, but it's usually like a significant time period after the diet that you start to balloon back up and it just becomes this like uncontrollable fat gain that just feels so fucking out of control. Um, And I've experienced that time and time again, and I never want to experience it again. Therefore, I'll never do what majority of people do all the time to themselves. I'll never do that again. I literally will never do it again. I am very careful with what I do with my body and food. I most definitely do not do any fucking cleanses and all this bullshit challenges, 12-week challenge. Like I most definitely don't do any of that shit. I most definitely do not cut out any types of foods or food groups. I do not, like I will not reduce my calories to a huge extent and I won't stop eating out or eating my favorite foods. Like it's just not going to happen Um, because I know what happens in the end. Like I will balloon and it's not just about, oh, like sure, I I'm not against gaining weight. I'm not against gaining muscle, but do I want to balloon up in fat? Like, no, I don't. Um, So yeah, the other thing, if you're not ready for fat loss, it's if you don't have an understanding of weight loss in a non-fad diet way, Um, and then if you're trying to learn about 
the like educate yourself on just normal fat loss like calorie deficit reverse dieting this and that you're approaching it from a very traumatic place and it it triggers obsession in you it triggers anxiety in you it triggers confusion stress and overwhelming you then again you are not ready for fat loss because like i said before it's just listen to those emotions that i just described if tracking calories for example or going about some kind of structure structured way of eating that is required for fat loss causes you to feel obsessed or causes you to feel anxiety or causes you to feel um whatever whatever negative emotions you're not ready for that strategy there's nothing wrong with strategy strategy is not bad or wrong dieting is not that dieting is required for fat loss okay a calorie deficit is required for fat loss there's nothing wrong with weighing yourself. There's nothing wrong with short-term tracking of food. What's the problem is the emotions that are stored inside your body and that you keep playing out that obsession. You keep playing out that stress, that overwhelm, that confusion, that anxiety. That's within you. You're experiencing those emotions. They're not caused by the scale. The scale when you weigh yourself isn't causing you to feel disgusted with yourself. The meaning you place on that number is what causes you to to feel that way. It's within you. Um, And that can be healed. And the more you heal that, the more emotional intelligence you have, the more capacity you have to go about weight loss from a very patient and like a place of clarity, a place of patience, a place of place of consistency, a place of curiosity, of non-judgmental, yeah, not no judgment and just experimental and like that's the energy we're looking for. Um, the other thing, if you're not ready for fat loss, um, if you're constantly deprived, so if you eat a certain amount of food and your stomach is like basically bursting and you have to undo your pants but you still feel deprived or any 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 sort of like structure to your food um, routine gives you deprivation and anxiety like then then no again coming back to the emotional work Um, If strategy causes you to be triggered, you need to do emotional healing work, right? I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out there and track their calories and weigh themselves. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that majority of people have triggers and they're avoiding those triggers. And that's fine. If you avoid the scale for the rest of your life, I'm fine with that as long as you're happy with that but you don't have to avoid the scale you can actually heal the trigger so that it doesn't matter what number that scale says you're okay with it right that's that's the difference the scale is not causing those emotions right avoidance is not treating right? It's avoidance. And you can avoid for the rest of your life if you want to. It is your choice. I would not tell anyone 
that they have to do something, right? The point is I'm not God. You are in charge of your body and your life. But what I want to make a point of is, is that like the scale, weighing yourself is not bad. It doesn't lead to obsession. It's the emotions. It's the mindset. It's the approach that you have. It is the stored emotions in the body that need to be reworked, right? And the same goes with tracking. Tracking short-term can help people repair their metabolism. It is such an important integral part of understanding whether or not you track or not, understanding the principles behind reverse dieting is necessary term freedom with food and weight maintenance. What I mean by that is when people aren't educated on how to un, like come back from a diet. Reverse dieting means undieting, right? Un bringing yourself out of the plateau, out of the adaptation to the dieting. It's a reversal of the diet. If you don't understand that, you will get confused at how I maintain my weight eating the way I do. How do I eat pizza and burgers and pad thai and drink cocktails and not gain weight? Because I understand (laughs) reverse dieting. But that's another episode. I'm going to talk about reverse dieting actually in the next podcast episode. So keep an eye out for that. But anyway, that is all the reasons why you shouldn't be just jumping straight into fat loss. If you're any one of those, I highly, highly recommend you take a look at my course Emerge, which actually is going to be opening back up, back up soon. So Email hello at nodietbabe.com if you'd like to get a notification when I open Emerge back up. Um, And I recommend you do Emerge if any of these, if you are any of these things. If you're wanting to start something right now, if you're any of these things, I highly, highly recommend you purchase my meditation program called Release the Weight. Okay, there are very, very, very good meditations in there that I want you to start doing every day. And I want you to really let those, let those, they're not just affirmations, they're like a complete reprogramming of your mindset. Um, I recommend that you do those daily and there's also subliminal audios in there. It's actually a perfect place to start before you even enter into a program. It's just to start priming and changing your emotions. It's an easy place to start. Already when you start listening to those meditations, you're going to have an emotional shift. What did I say throughout this entire episode is that you need to change the way you feel, but it's just, it's it's a reworking of the emotion so you can change your relation like change your manifestation and the purpose of these audios is to create that the way i've described the i talk in the audios is not just affirmations because if i say you are at your ideal weight you what's the emotion you're going to feel you're going to feel frustration and anxiety because you're like well no i'm not right? That's why I haven't created these meditations and affirmations in such a 
like unconscious way i've done them in such a way that it's a journey i'm it's kind of similar to like with tapping how you i acknowledge how you must feel right now in a lot of the affirmations i acknowledge that and then i take you through like the words i say kind of will shift that so it's like such it's similar to tapping in the way that i speak but without the tapping Um, because it's just meant to be something that you can pop on whilst you do housework or you go about your day. It's not something that you need to feel pressure to close your eyes and go through that process. It's something that you can do so it just fits in your day, which is what I, I created, what works for me, what I like. I love to reprogram my mindset by just popping stuff on and having it on in the background whilst I do other things. Um, rather than having to set so much time aside to do that work, even though I do set time aside, I just love to really shift lots of things with these type of audio. So I've created that for you guys. So that is at nodietbabe.com slash subliminals, or the link is also in the show notes. Um, and then finally, if you're ready to... Um, I'm, I'm looking for two, two to three clients, ideally that aren't emotional eaters. It's okay if you are, um, but just know your program is going to be different when you're an emotional eater because we need to start with healing emotional eating. Um, but if you're not an emotional eater, we can go straight into healing dieting trauma, looking at the limiting beliefs. Um, and really getting started with the manifestation process of your weight loss, introducing strategy, looking at reverse dieting, if um, that is likely going to be a part of it, Um, introducing strategy. And yeah, it's a six-month container. I'm super excited to help these women transform. It's not a quick fix type of thing. We're looking at long-term, I want long-term fat loss and a complete change in um, the relationship to food. So email hello at nodietbabe.com and I can't wait to meet you. And I will see you in the next episode. And um, yeah, let me know what you thought of this episode. I'd love to hear from you in um, my Instagram DMs. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.